Paul Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel uh, sound of silence there. I can't say Garfunkel. That was a doozy. That's a good one. I usually give up. After I fumble, it's like, ah, never mind. It's not going to be funny anyway. But you just soldiered on. I did. Like a trooper. I, I mispronounced it three times. Yeah, I like a difficult. Gafagubagubu. It was, there was so much bad in that. First of all, I almost screwed up Simon. Paul Simon. And then I said Garfunkel wrong eight times. Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, Art Garfunkel uh, sound of silence there. I can't say Garfunkel. I got I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out, man. Third time was a charm, but it was bad. It's Mike and Molson on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Welcome to the program. We are taking your calls on the CT Adams Pest Control listener contact line as you are back to work in the middle of the week, which just feels weird, but here we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of an odd week when you have Fourth of July on a Tuesday. Yeah. So, let's see what's happening. Oh, all right, here. already. Here we go. I ask for you to call, but you're calling anyway. Hello. Uh, hi. Hi. I'm gonna have to pull over because I'm oh. driving. All right, we'll <laughs> yeah. wait. We're not doing anything. That's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this story. I went to a birthday party yesterday for late, and there was some teenagers there, and this one had a shark, a rubber toy shark, and you push the button, and this little foot comes out of the end of it. I was in shock. I mean, in shock. <laughs> I can't believe they sell this for toys. A foot came out of the mouth of the shark? Yes. Little rubber toy in this little foot. And I was fast. I just sat and they just kept playing with it. I kept watching this little foot. I thought, you got to be kidding. I said, in my day, it was Barbie dolls and <laughs> it sucked. I'm glad you called and shared that. I want one of those. I am too. That sounds like a fun toy. <laughs> I like that it humored her so much for almost 24 hours. He said, I got to call the radio station and, and talk about this. And I love how she waited for our show. She's like, yeah, I, yeah, these guys are going to appreciate it. So thank appreciate you very much. You. Thanks, and sir. thanks for being safe and pulling over. That's right. The CT Adams Pest Control Listener contact line is 629-7970. Uh, rock the sack. Yeah. Went uh, went okay yesterday. They, we, we, had a, we had a first for rock the sack this year. Um, first of all, it started great. We started, uh, you know... Uh, all the stuff that poops, like the gassy grill and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We we're, were shooting that stuff off, flying pigs, uh, killer bees, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we had some of the neighbors were there watching. And at one point, um, one of the older neighbors was out there with his grandson. And all of a sudden, he starts walking towards us. We're like, uh-oh. I mean, they were watching it, but we're like, uh-oh, was that too loud or something? And uh, all of a sudden, he goes, no, my turn. And we're like... Okay, and next thing you know, he lights this thing off, it shoots off, and then, boom, and streamers come out. Oh, wow. We're like, that was a pretty cool, like, we're shooting off stuff that's kind of, eh, and you bring that. So we gave him a round of applause, and he's like, oh, thank you very much. So it brought the neighborhood together. Yeah, good, good. So we get all that done. Uh, we shoot off the Captain America, which is 30 parachutes, and all of them land safely uh, in the field rather than on my roof, so no one had to go on the roof, good. so that was that was nice. So then we start, you know, shooting off the little cakes and the mortar shells and, you know, just, just having a good time. Everything's under, you know, safety supervision. Uh, and then all of a sudden my Got wife. Got garden hose, right? Yes. Which, so my wife starts going, uh-oh, something's burning. And so we go, oh, you know, oh, no. What happened was one of the tiki torches caught on fire. 
So the thing that's supposed to be super no, safe actually catches on fire. It ends up being like a giant birthday candle. So you see a bunch of us run. And we're trying to blow it out. None of us can. My one friend finally, I don't know if he's a big bad wolf, take, taken care of. Shoot some water on it. We're fine. Go back to the show. Now, I realized a lot of people had to work today. So I wanted the show to wrap up about 9.45, 10 o'clock. It's good of you. 10 o'clock at the latest. Right. Okay. And so all of a sudden... Um, like a half hour previous to this, one of our um, people at our party walked back out front to grab something from their car. And they're like, the entire neighborhood's out on their front porches watching this stuff, like loving every minute of it. So like, ah, cool. So we're like three things away from the finale. I mean, we had maybe 10 minutes left when all of a sudden I hear from one of my friends go, I think the cops are here. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And yeah, I think the cops are here. So she starts walking back. My one friend, I don't know why, he starts running around the other side of the house. He goes, oh, no, they're on that side, too. <laughs> and, he, and he runs back around the other side. So Great, you were evading the cops. At that, at that point, it was a weird phenomenon, as if, as if we were throwing a surprise party for the cops because we all got silent and just froze. We're like, maybe he won't see us if we're still and quiet like statues. What was the point of running? Uh, I didn't, no one ran, just my buddy. He ran around the other side because there's two sides of your home, as you know. Well, I would say, yeah. And so the, the one friend, she was like, the cops are here and she was on the right side of the house. So he assumed, well, if I run around the front, they won't see me because they're coming that way. And when he saw that, he quickly hightailed. He's like, oh no, they're coming on this side too. And so we all just froze (laughs) and, and we thought maybe if we're all quiet, they won't say anything. Sure enough, here they come around the corner with the flashlight. Eh. Shut it down. Shut it down. I'm like, all right. Am I going to have to take all the- I, I just said, okay, I will shut it down. Am I going to have to take all this stuff here? No, you said to shut it down. We'll shut it down. All right, could be there could be $500 fine and arrest if you shoot another one. I told you we're going to shut it down. You, know, I you don't, told me to shut it down. I don't approve of your policeman voice right now. I think that's very... Well, that's how they have to dis- do it. That's very disparaging. My, my dad was a cop for 29 and a half years. I know the voice. You're making him sound like an oaf. No, he wasn't an oaf. He was a very authoritative, okay. but he's very threatening. Well, and, sure. I, and I said, hey... It's got a job to do, man. I, I already said I'll shut it down. You knew you were breaking the law. I already said I'd shut it down. So you don't have to keep pushing things. Am I going to have to take this? No. You said shut it down. We're all shutting it down. We're all just sitting here. Um, he's making you know he's serious. I understand that. Mm-hmm. And so that. So then he's like, whose residence is this? I'm like, mine. I need to get your name. Go over there. What's your name? Mike. Is that your legal name? Or is it M- Michael's my legal name. Took down my middle name and, and my date of birth well, and everything yeah. else. Got to make sure you're not running from the law. I was, like, I was like, okay. Uh, and I guess that's People what he like did. People like you do that. I guess, I guess that's what he did because he sat outside a little bit more. Of course. So, so I come around. You break one law, you're going to break another. So the best part, though, is I come around and all the neighbors uh, are still sitting out there. And apparently, as he started to walk around my house, my neighbors two doors down from me started booing the cop. Oh, good, yes. Going, boo! Why <laughs> Why are you taking the boo? This is a great... So, and, and my other neighbor goes, well, we walked out even farther in our yard to try to... Try to deflect him for a while and say maybe it was our house. <laughs> then there is a house that's vacant in our neighborhood, and they go, go to the backyard and shoot off the rest of them from the vacant house and then just give a different name. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so for the first time, Rock the Sack was shut down by the cops. 
Well, you seem okay about it. I mean, you knew that that was that was always a possibility. Well, like. right, and, and I and I thanked him for just giving us a warning. I mean, he could have come in there, yes, he guns a blazing. He could have had a gun out well, I and put us all on the ground, right. and then then given us all five hundred dollars fines. Yeah, well, that would so been, at least he only had his flashlight. That would have been a little much, I think. Yeah, so he brandishing only, his weapon. Yeah, well, I mean, there it's explosions, so I mean, it could have sounded like gunfire to him. He, he had the right to pull out his gun on us, but. Uh, but he only came with a flashlight, and uh, so I appreciated the warning. And well, he and he thanked me for being uh, pretty cooperative, more so than others are at times. Yeah, so. people. Yeah, people get. I, I'm wondering if six two nine seven nine seventy. If anybody else got uh, got shut down. Yeah. By the man. Yeah, the man shut it. Well, the best part was. As he's sitting there, I guess running my name and my date of birth, so I don't have any outstanding warrants or parking tickets. Um, he's sitting there, and as my neighbor was booing him, uh, and as he drove off, I had to yell at my neighbor because my neighbor's like, "Yeah, why don't you fight some real?" It's like, oh, "Okay, oh, just don't get us in trouble, all right? I don't want to get you to get a fine." But as he's driving away, there was like three other fireworks going off at the same time. And it's like, and they're like, why don't they stop? I'm like, well, I'm at, you know, it's rock the sack. I mean, they have a cul-de-sack. It's pretty easy. You're to, notorious exactly, in Chatham. Exactly. It's pretty easy to know if you shoot it off in the middle of the block, it's, you know, three or four houses you have to choose from. So <laughs> rock the sack was shut down. And you happened to be the one that he saw. You yes, just I just happened to be the one that he saw. Now, in hindsight, I should have shot it off from the vacant house and given the old person's who lived there's name and gotten them in trouble. Right, and then and then probably another fine and God, God only knows what else would happen to you for forging your name. I mean, just what? It's just, you know, okay, just say I shouldn't have been shooting fireworks off and No, that's America. Even he said I know it's the 4th. But you got to shut. <laughs> it's nice to acknowledge that. Yes, exactly. I you're on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Hey, I just have a question. I'm listening to your story, and I'm not from Springfield, so my question is, Were you? did you have illegal fireworks, or were you after the time you were supposed to, well, all fireworks, to be able to shut them off, or yeah, what? Uh, well, I, I don't live in, in Springfield. I live in Chatham. But all fireworks oh. that aren't smoke bombs or snakes are illegal, so yes. I shouldn't have been shooting. But I, I, I guess, it, I don't think it was a time limit thing. I just think... He just happened to see him, and he was driving through the neighborhood, and I was the one he decided to uh, shut down. Oh, so you were doing something illegal. Yes. Well, I was and doing so, something patriotic and American. So, I mean. Well, so it's illegal, and so you were being a snot, and you're complaining because, you, okay, I, I get it. I don't know that he's complaining. Just, just I think I'm not. just complaining. I'm just saying that they well, shut yeah, me down. You were, you, and you were being, I'm, I'm joking, but. Yeah. You, but were, you, you were making your cop voice that I didn't approve of. <laughs> That's the way he sounded. In my mind, that's the way he sounded. Because he got yeah. stopped. I yeah, know. okay, I got you. Yeah. 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 This is Mike, and I'm making a cop voice right now. That's how he sounded. He came in very hot uh-huh. with like, Ugh. and so we were just like, mm-hmm. okay. And I, and, I, and, I, and I think he was so thrown off that we were okay with shutting down that he really like, oh, they're just patronizing oh, me. Yeah. And I'm I was sure. like, no, I, we're, we're... I am convinced that he probably, there were a half a dozen other idiots that just gave him a got yeah. it in his face about it. Yeah, we were just like, okay, whatever. So he said, I better, I better use this voice yeah. and go, better shut it down. Shut down. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hey, guys. Hi. Um... Earlier you were talking, well, earlier this week about why it's illegal in Illinois. Yeah. And I talked to a friend of mine in Chicago today, uh-huh. and that's why they're illegal, because his attitude was just amazing. You know, when I started talking about backyard fireworks show, he's like, oh, did anybody get hurt? 
You know, oh, I mean, it's okay. just like the Chicago mentality is, you know, the being big in a cities. big city, it's yeah. just been brainwashed into their head. Yeah. That fireworks but everybody, everybody gets shot in Chicago. I mean, once yeah, a day. Yeah, exactly. What's what, what firework winging you? Yeah. You know, once a day you get a bullet in the shoulder. It's like, oh, come on. Back live downtown at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. And just as much of an American tradition as getting Abe's birthday off is the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest that happens on the 4th of July. And reigning champ, Mickey Sudo, is women's champion, on yes. with us in the women's category. Mickey, good morning. Tell us what. Uh, tell us what is going on right now, as far as. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't push a button, did I? No, there we go. Okay, Mickey, thank you very much. Tell tell us what you're doing right now to to get ready for next week. Uh, right now, I am packing as we speak because I'm going to be flying out to New York this morning, and I'll be there tonight. Um, so we're going to promote the event and uh, you know get everybody all. Excited for the Fourth of July, so there's going to be a lot going on in days leading up, and I'm just going to try to stay calm and collected and focused, just uh, you know, amidst all the chaos. What do you do as far as physical preparation when you are heading into an eating contest of this magnitude? I've heard some guys say I drink a bunch of water to expand the stomach the night before. What is your kind of preparation as you lead into maybe the day before the contest itself? Uh, the day before the contest, there's really not much you can do that's going to, that I think. I think there are a whole lot of things that you can do to, you know, work against you. But I don't think there's uh, there's much you can do to, like, you know, improve your chances of winning, like, the night before. Because so much of the pre- practice and preparation happens in the weeks or even months leading up to it. Um, okay. For me, that's, uh, you know, dropping a lot of water weight, eating healthy. Get my energy levels up and, you know, increase my, my stamina and endurance levels um, because that's, that's going to be crucial for the 10 minutes that I'm, you know, exerting 100% of my energy yeah. for those 10 minutes. Um, yeah. It, yeah. What's that? It, it, it's amazing to watch, though, because it seems like there's there's such a uh, uh, you, you got to get into the sort of Zen mind uh, to, to accomplish this. You got you guys get really focused on this. What's 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 the head game like? Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it's just it's just a lot of pressure that I put on myself, I guess, because, um, you know, I won the women's division of nations right off the bat, and I've won ever since. So it's like any other outcome for me would be, would be a fall from that. It would be a decline. And so I put this pressure on myself. Like, I mean, winning is the only option. And, you know, that's, that's you know, that's, it's not an easy task, so no. it's just like I tend to psych myself out. So I'm a bundle of nerves right now. But you didn't you didn't just win by a, a, a dog or a half a dog. You won by three and a half dogs, which is which is pretty amazing. I mean, that's not that's not a small victory there. That's a that's quite a gap. I mean, usually the, yeah. the top two are really neck and neck. Yeah, I'm I'm glad it wasn't close like that. That would make me nervous. Yeah. Actually, last year I was trailing by about a hot dog and a half until. Uh, the seven and a half minute mark. So yeah, it was like just just over two minutes to go. I was still in second place, and then I pulled ahead, and then just like really sprinted towards the finish. So um, you know, I'm, I'm actually glad I didn't know that I was behind Sonia all that time because I would have just like really messed with my head. All of a sudden, I hear these people like screaming, and the the, the 
the cheering got louder and watching the video back, now I see that that's where I overtook Sonia. I'm like, okay, I'm really glad I did not, I wasn't aware of any of that. So, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I, I'm not nervous in eating in front of a huge crowd. It's just more that, you know, there's only one outcome that is okay, and I only have one chance to make that happen. So it's, it's, uh, just a lot of pressure, but a lot of fun, too. I mean, you know, Charlie, you know, it's, it, it only shows that this is such a big, you know, important event that we all care this much, you know, right. that we get, you know, nervous and, you know, plan ahead and all that. We're talking with the competitive eater, Mickey Sudo, getting ready for the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest on the 4th of July. So there's so many different strategies, too, as far as how to tackle eating the hot dog as well. Uh, we see, you know, Joey Chestnut goes two at a time, then dunks the buns. Um, what is your preferred way of going about it? Uh, is it dunking a bunch of buns and then putting in a hot dog first? How do you go about competing? I guess, um, I guess I'm, I'm similar to Joey in that sense. Um, yeah, so I pick up two of the hot dogs, and I don't chew any of it. I, um, I bite down about um, so that each piece is... So I eat the two side by side at once. Um, so they're, they're probably two, two and a half inches in length, and I just swallow those whole. So it's just kind of like bite, swallow, oh, bite, God. swallow in a really rhythmic fashion. And as I'm doing that, I dump the bun, and I use warm crystal white, and then I roll it up into a ball and just pop it in my mouth again without chewing. So I, I, really, I don't use anything but, like, my front teeth. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just uh, repeating that for 10 minutes. Um, huh. Yes, yeah, that's kind of a, and I guess some people have pointed out that um, I turn my, my I do have, they call it like a twitch or they, some people even say it's a nervous tick. I, I turn my head to my, I press my mouth to my right shoulder and like knock my head back. Somehow it helps me swallow faster. So. Like a bird. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. So uh, you You've taken you've taken on shrimp cocktail. You've had bratwurst. You've had pumpkin pie, wedding cake. Is there anything when you walk into a contest and they say, "Hey, here's what we're serving up," you go, "Oh, not this." <laughs> well, thankfully, it's never a surprise. I mean, we just kind of uh, sign up for you know what we want to participate in. And uh, yeah, I've always said like I, I could do oysters or crawfish, even though they're great sponsors, great companies, you know, great venues. Um, both contests um, have events. In uh, or both disciplines have contests in New Orleans, great city to party in afterwards. Yeah. Um, I just can't do it because crawfish is something about beheading and dismembering little critters that freaks me out. Plus, the eyeballs are staring back at you. Yeah, so thank yeah. you. And oysters, I can't get over the the taste or the the, the texture or anything to do with that. But with that said, I did do an oyster contest because it was only three minutes long, and I got to go to Ireland out of the deal. So, oh, well, there you go. That's not too bad. Suck it up. You can put up with three minutes of oysters, and uh, yeah. So a nice trip. Never island. say never, I guess. That's right. How long? Uh, how long is the recovery process after the contest for you? Um, it depends on the food. Hot dogs are a little bit tougher. Um, they, take, they take a little bit longer to break down. Um, I'd say you know by the, by evening, so about twelve hours later, I'm feeling somewhat fine, but but still bloated, and it's a lot of sodium, yeah. so. Um, yeah. You need to get your like a, a yeah. contract with uh, an advertising contract with Rolaids or somebody like that. <laughs> I, mean, all right. I think Tesla uh, Mickey's... Baseball was a sponsor years back, and that's why the oh, women nice. have a pink belt. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, brilliant. That brilliant. is no longer, okay. but... Uh... <laughs> Mickey, best of luck to you. We'll keep an eye on you on the 4th of July. Go get them. And, uh, Thank and you so we'll, much. we'll see you on ESPN on uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Appreciate you spending some time with us. 
Bruno doesn't know how to count. No, nor does he know how to choose eyewear. You're not a bug, you weirdo. It's Mike and Molson. We're downtown at the Abraham Lincoln Presidential Library. Happening downtown today. It is very busy downtown. CT Adams Pest Control Listener Contact Line is 629-7970. And uh, gentlemen, you want to maybe cross your legs for this one? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going, a lot of layers to this story here. There are. Now we have we have uh, talked at length and decried at length uh, the phenomenon of nude sunbathing, nudist beaches, just just in general being naked. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have a out in the open. Yeah, I don't have a problem per se with nude beaches because okay, you're you're you know you're by water, you're you know you're in the beach or whatever. But what this guy was doing, uh, he. No, this, should, this, this, not is, be this is why you don't have nude beaches. This is why you don't lay around outside well, was without he your on clothes a be- on. Was he on a beach? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought he was at his own home. No, 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 no. Oh, oh well, that changes everything then. No, absolutely. Um, guy is sunbathing in the nude at a popular beach. This is in Australia. Okay, that's the first problem. Yeah. Okay, if you're a guy at a nude beach, all right, you can be playing frisbee, you can be in the water, and that's about it. You can't be you can't be nude sunbathing as a dude. You're being very generous. I am. You shouldn't be nude at all, but if you you should definitely not be nude men should not nude sunbathe. So he's uh you know just deciding to soak up some of the rays there on the beach. And uh while he's laying there, you know he says this is Australia, so you got to wear sunscreen down there and get get cooked. So he, See, uh, that's why you shouldn't be sunbathing nude in the first yeah. place. So, what are you worried about tan lines down there? So he uh, he generously applied um, suntan how, lotion. How do you yes. do? You have to do that in private, right? How do you do that in a nude beach? <laughs> generously put suntan lotion down there without someone arresting you. It is. It, it it could possibly. There could not possibly be a worse place to get a sunburn, though. So you can understand. I would agree, but there's also not a, a worse place to, in public, try to put uh, a good la- layer of suntan no, lotion. I guess you're on. right about that. Unless it was that stick that you use on your nose, you know, when you're painting it. That still looks I weird. No, the whole thing is weird. All right, so he's out there. He decides. I do not want to get a sunburn there. Nor should anyone. Uh, so he gets out the sunscreen and really just puts it on there. Just several coats of sunscreen. Does he put the little like uh, line like that you have to <laughs> exactly. you know, underneath your eyes? Um, and lays on his back and starts enjoying the Australian sun. Which is don't even, okay. Don't even get me started on that. At which point, a passing eagle. Oh, no. Looked down. Oh, and, and oh, did the eagle... And saw what he thought maybe were two little white turtle eggs. Oh, this is... Oh, I thought the eagle may have opened up the, the, the bomb, bomb doors and, no. and got him in it. So no. he had like a bad... No, bad that, wouldn't, that, that, wouldn't make, that wouldn't make international news if just a bird pooped on somebody. Probably not. So okay. the um, eagle's flying overhead, Mike, and sees... Uh, a delicious these, snack. Sees these uh, heavily uh, oh. bright white little things that look like oh. turtle eggs oh, no. from up above oh, because no. of all the sunscreen, and they're just laying there out in the open for him. Oh, no. <laughs> With no protection around. And at which point it uh, swooped down to grab uh, dinner. 
Oh, no. And it uh, turned out you know, dinner was attached to this poor man. Oh, God. The, uh, Eagle talons down. No. Witnesses say his undoing may have been applying sunscreen too liberally to his hanging down parts. Well, the first part is he shouldn't have been sunbathing nude, but continue on. Um, it's uh, one of the one of the uh, one of the regulars there said we definitely recommend all nudists use plenty of sunscreen. It appears in this case he slathered on a bit too much. Combine that with uh, the fact that he had apparently just done some fresh manscaping down there. Okay. Well, and so it looked to uh, look look to the eagle like two perfect little turtle eggs. Don't, I don't. I don't want to get too crass here because we. Mm-hmm. But but for the manscaping thing, what do turtles don't make nests? I guess. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Had he not was, done that, would he have been okay? Well, I'm just. It may. It may have uh, it made may, it look like like. Kind of may not, with the sand. Yeah, it may not have may not have been so obvious that they were hanging out there. I guess. Okay. Um, they have good vision, eagles. They they believe that uh, it may have been one of the um, white-bellied sea eagles, one of the largest birds in Australia. Perhaps oh yeah, because if you're gonna, if you're going to have it be attacked by one, it might be might as well be one of the largest ones on the on the continent. <laughs> um, they're fantastic hunters and can be known to target prey up to the size of a swan. But apparently he was just in the mood for a tiny snack. Yeah, well, you know. I'm a little peckish right now. Well, he may have just gotten down with the workout, wanted some raw eggs real quick, you know, <laughs> get that protein boost. Now, normally these birds are not uh, not known to be aggressive towards human. Fish make up the bulk of their diet. But they are also known to take rabbits if they can find them. In this case, it does seem uh, like a bit of mistaken identity. Turtle eggs are an absolute treat for sea eagles. And they find them very rarely. The nesting season for turtles ends in March, so this eagle might uh, have gotten excited when he said, "Hey, there's some look at this. Would you look at this? Is my lucky day? My lucky day. There's some bonus turtle eggs there that nobody else snatched up. I'm going in. These these unhatched eggs, they are mine. Mm, this is going to be a delicious treat for me. What do you think the What do you think the the sea eagle thought? <laughs> <laughs> when he's trying to pull those things away and they're not Boy, going anywhere. You know what? You're right. I, I would imagine, you know, if you've ever seen those things dive or a hawk dive on something, uh, once they commit, I mean, they're they're in. They've got they've got. Oh, go. yeah. And so my guess is. Because they usually dive in and then swoop yeah. right back out. Can you imagine? What was going so, through his mind when he's like, why isn't this? Why? What? The, no. What is good? Why? I can't. Why am I? Why am I stuck here? No, I, what I what I think is maybe about 15 feet above the man. The bird realized what he dude. was what what he was aiming at. Oh no! I can't stop, can't stop, can't stop, can't. No. He's like Cleveland. No, 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 no. Um, and you were saying earlier that um, you were concerned that it was his talons. Uh, yes, I thought it would be his no. talents that swooped in and grabbed and and then. And that's usually what they do. They pick him up and take him for later. Right. That's no, what no, I'm saying. Oh, no, no. he went in. He went in face first. Oh, he went in beak first. <laughs> Oh, this! Po- I feel bad for the sea eagle now more than the guy. I mean, the guy was asking for it, being nude on a beach and slathering stuff all over there. So yeah, within within microseconds, he goes from "this is going to be delicious" to "oh my god, it's a naked Australian." It's a naked man, right uh, in his right in his outback. <laughs> I took out his blooming onions. Yeah, right in the down under. Yeah, beachgoers. Little walkabout for this guy. <laughs> beachgoers rushed. Uh, to provide first aid to the man after the attack until medical help could arrive. Quote, he was clearly in a lot of pain. 
But oh, he, you think? But he got dive bomb an eagle. But he remained conscious throughout his ordeal. Oh, no. See, I'm, I'm, I'm asking someone just to. I think the be- better would just be pass out. Just be done with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would. I would tell people just back off. I'm just going to die right here. Um, you I can't was, come back from that. I was concerned about blood loss, so I clamped the wound lightly or tightly, rather. So one of the, you know, so one of the, one of the passersby has to oh, apply I, pressure. Oh no! Don't tourniquet that thing. Uh, despite the shocking incident, bird expert Kevin O'Dwyer believes it's nothing more than a rare freak accident. It's unlikely to be repeated again. As one uh, one of the witnesses on the beach said, the combination of the sunscreen and shaven testicles must have been enough to trick the eagle into thinking he'd found a tasty turtle egg. We cannot blame the bird in this case of mistaken identity. Well, no, you can't blame the bird. At no, all. no, this is uh, this is totally on the dude. You can't blame any wildlife if you're out there and things are hanging around. If it gets in the if it gets in the ocean and a shark. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. They shark think it's a turtle egg. Thinks it's a little turtle head. <laughs> <laughs> dangling down there? Yeah, exactly. Snap. Yeah, no, you can't blame it. I mean, they're just following an instinct there. Didn't they say at one point there was even more gruesome explanation of... of uh, oh, yeah, I mean... Did, he, was... did, did, did both perish, or did he be able to walk away with, with both of them still intact? No, uh, they, they said that... Because, uh... I mean, their beak is very powerful. I'm surprised he didn't do the talon thing, though. No, he, he, he lost one uh, completely under the pressure of the eagle's beak. The other one... Um, was um, uh, was almost completely severed, but uh, was, quote, hanging by a thread. Oh, gosh. That poor eagle. None of which would have happened if you would have had some swim yeah, trunks exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the lesson here. Or, or you hadn't slathered yourself, you weirdo. <laughs> with, with some of the shiniest, creamiest lotion you can find yeah that's ridiculous i feel bad for the eagle too i mean i, I do too you're thinking oh he's got to go home to all those other buddy eagles. yeah exactly <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know oh what'd yeah. you eat how was those turtle eggs there <laughs> gene nice job gene <laughs> right he's gonna get mocked every time he goes to the oh. every time he goes to the gym or, oh god yeah yeah you know you want some turtle eggs in that smoothie <laughs> yeah yeah Dave comes back and he's you know he's grabbed a leopard or something. Yeah, this is what this is how you hunt, Gene. This, yeah, Gene. Instead of going straight for those yam bags, <laughs> how was your date, Gene? <laughs> hey, Gene. Andy Cohen's on Bravo. Want to watch? Hi, <laughs> uh, you're on News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. Now I gotta ask if you yeah. if you two you two are actually buddies with this bloke. Done this yeah. stupid thing. What's your new nickname for him? Oh, that's true. What's he going to be known as forever? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's a good question. Shell, yeah, Sheldon, uh, Crocodile One D. <laughs> yeah. Or, or what, Crocodile One T maybe is that what? He, yeah. <laughs> I think we just I think we just start calling him Yurtle. Yurtle the Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call. Yeah, his nickname is Yurtle. Man, and you and you, you know how it is when you're just laying out on the beach too. You you just sort of zone out. You know the nice warm sun is just uh, is beating down on you. You're listening to the ocean. I mean, you just you, it's a very zen moment. And to be awoken from that peace by Gene, yeah, you look down and there is just an eagle. Gene's trying to pull him off. Going, oh. what is going? Gene's going. What is going? Normally, turtle eggs are not these difficult to get open. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the eagle thinks he's just going to swoop in and swoop out and and be done with with it. And, and he's got a he's got a tussle with this guy while he's smacking him in the face. Get <laughs> out of there, Gene! Smacking him in the face. <laughs> Gene, what are you doing? Get out of there! You oh. 
Yeah, it's it's bad for everybody. It's bad. It's bad for the witnesses. It's bad. For Gene. It's bad for the guy with the uh, who's who's missing now his boys. Oh God, yeah. All right. So once again, I, I think the uh, lesson here is wear clothes when you're outside. Yes. Always have a swimsuit on. Um, and it's funny, yeah, sunburn was the least of his worries. <laughs> right, all of that. I think he'd rather have sunburn at this point. In Sussex, England, authorities are looking for an intimidating rogue paraglider. Let me explain uh, to you say, what's going uh, on. Uh, say what now again? Um, officials on this little beach town have received more than a dozen complaints about a paraglider who they were describing as very aggressive... <laughs> And you can't be aggressive when you're paragliding. For <laughs> those who haven't, the, I used to see those all the time. I don't know if the uh, the FAA has cracked down on those or not, <laughs> but you don't see them nearly as much as you used to. Uh, evidently, he uh, launches from Galley Hill, which overlooks the town's beach, and he uh, swoops down really <laughs> low over people and says rude things to them. <laughs> I love this guy already. <laughs> hey, you're really very fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't believe you married that woman! <laughs> I can't believe you go and put shirtless on a beach! <laughs> Check it out, everybody, there's Shabu! Are you eating another ice cream cone? <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. Um, he said the uh, the police and the Civil Aviation Authority have launched a joint investigation into the, man's, uh, the man's behavior. Over the past two years, they've received reports of a paraglider causing criminal damage, obstructing the criminal highway. Criminal damage? Uh, so he's, like, he kicks an ice cream cone out of somebody's hand. <laughs> he starts dropping big old like water <laughs> balloons on him. Uh, being abusive and hostile towards members of the public and generally behaving in an antisocial manner. Okay, paraglider. Because mm-hmm. he's really, I, I would imagine, you know, they're really quiet. You don't know they're coming up behind you. No, you can hear them. So they can make fart noises and blame it on you. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was your husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drivers who park are, are said to be the prime targets for the paraglider's rage. Nice parking job. He intimidates them by uh, flying low over the seafront, you know, knocks their hats off. (laughs) (laughs) That's my job. Right. Takes the takes the sunscreen out of your hand while you're trying to put yeah. it on your back. <laughs> so, now, now you're gonna burn. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you possibly melanoma. <laughs> I want this guy to be a recurring character. <laughs> Anti-social paragliding guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really, just really pathetic insults. Though. Exactly. They're, they're, none of them have been right. good. Hey, when you sit around the house, you sit around the house. Damn it, there he is again! Son Son of of a... (laughs) Boom, baba, boom, baba, boom, baba. Local counselor said, people come here to enjoy a quiet retirement coastal area, and they want it as such. They don't want particularly people hang gliding. We've got enough seagulls around here without (laughs) humans doing it as well. I want to see him with the seagulls. Are those cool ranch Doritos? Thank you. Oh, that's great. He got my Doritos. Son of a biscuit. (laughs) You know how much I saved up for those? I was looking forward to those Doritos. (laughs) Kick sand in your face. I really hope that's a Diet Coke. Hi, you're on WMAY. 
Yeah, you could always shoot a line or a wire up in there and catch him up, pull him down. That would probably take care of the problem. Yeah, that would end quick, but then we wouldn't have this great character to bring on our show. <laughs> we really wouldn't. Hey, is that 600 feet of hose? <laughs> That's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I have? Brian Pierce is on next. I hope he doesn't shoot that hose at me. (laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, see you tomorrow, and we'll continue this as a podcast later today.